Hello, and welcome back to No Niches with Karen. Um, today's episode is going to actually be a pop culture mini-sode. This wasn't one of my planned podcasts coming up, but there is so much going on in pop culture, and I love it. I love pop culture. It's one of my favorite things. Um, yeah, so I just really felt to do the need to do a little mini-sode on these pop culture moments, and so yeah, y'all message me and tell me your thoughts because I have so many on these pop culture moments. So if you are not into pop culture, this is probably not the episode for you. Um, if you don't care about pop culture, I mean, skip it. That's fine with me. I love it. I love pop culture. Um, so first, we just have to dive right in there. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. I love it. I love it, love it, love it so much. And I've seen a lot of people being like, how does Pete Davidson get all of these women? Like, why? And then also people are like, he's not good enough for her or just being kind of mean about this relationship and kind of down about it. I think it makes all the sense in the world. I love it. I just... um. I wish I could convey how much I love it. I think it makes so much sense because if you watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians a long time ago, back in the beginning, Kim was a super fun person. She is funny. She is fun. She was creative with her outfits and she did what she wanted to. When she got with Kanye, I feel like she just really like held herself back she let Kanye dress her Kanye kind of decided what she was gonna do um he basically made her his Barbie and which is good like she got some fashion stuff from that but there was so much I feel like taken away from her and she really just had to like dull herself down for him and he just really put her in a box and I think that he was like kind of controlling and obviously all of this is speculation I don't know these people duh um but that's just like from the outside looking in that is how I felt about their relationship and I also feel like she had to be so careful because he was so reckless almost like you never knew what Kanye was gonna say and he created drama and she just really I feel like she just really got put in a box and on the No Nations podcast we don't like that We don't like that at all. So I love her and Pete Davidson because he is just genuinely one of the funniest people, I think, of our generation. And if you disagree, that's cool. That's fine. But whenever the SNL video of Yeet came out, okay, that was actually one of my top songs ever. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Let me play it because I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> okay, so this is Pete Davidson and Tim- Timothy Chalamet doing yeet. Okay, so I'm pretty sure most people know what I'm talking about. 
But I think that really started my love of Pete Davidson because he is so funny and he just, I don't even like SNL that much, but I will watch for him. Um, his one on the most recent one with Taylor Swift, whenever he sang Three Sad Virgins, hilarious. Okay, so I understand why people like Ariana Grande and um, Kim Kardashian, like, like Pete Davidson, because girls like funny, like he's, I think he's attractive too, but he, I mean, he's not the most attractive in the world, but a good personality is worth so much more than a pretty face. And that's all I have to say about that. Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, I love them so much. Um, I was going to also bring up Zendaya and Tom Holland. I love that they are finally together. And I am going to go ahead and say it. I think that they are endgame. Um, they were best friends for the longest time. They dated other people. And now they have officially confirmed that they are dating. And I love it. I think they are the cutest ever. And I genuinely hope they're endgame. Um, they're both very young, so who knows. But I love them together. Um, so basically, my opinions on pop culture, if I talk about it, I probably love it. Um, I, I don't like when people just talk about pop culture and just trash all these celebrities and stuff. That's not my vibe. Um, so just a forewarning, most of my opinions are like, they're pretty nice, actually. <laughs> um, my next one, I think that Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn are secretly married. And I think they've been married for a while. You know, like this is a pretty common um, Taylor Swift theory. A lot of her fans think that she's actually married and that she has like secretly told us through her albums. And I'm one of those people I do think that they are married and I love it. I love the the amount of confidence as a person that Joe Alwyn has to have and the love for Taylor Swift that he has with her having to go back and re-record these songs about her past relationships. Some men, not secure enough, they would totally freak out. And like, although she's done it over with this chapter, she's record re-recording it for professional stuff, not because she wants to go back and revisit these relationships, but some men are not secure enough to handle that. And I think that he has proven that he loves her so much and he is so secure in himself that he is able to watch her do that and support her through it. Love it. I pretty much love everything Taylor Swift does. Um, okay. Speaking of Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift's bestie, Selena Gomez, do you guys think that Chris Evans and Selena Gomez are dating? Have you guys seen those theories? Um, there's all these theories about them arriving to the same restaurant together and all this stuff. And I think the most recent one was on Taylor Swift's SNL um, appearance. Taylor Swift posted a TikTok video with Selena Gomez and Selena Gomez was wearing the sweater and this could totally be bullshit. It, may not be anything, but she was wearing a sweater that looks super similar to Chris Evans. Did I say the right Chris's name? Chris Evans sweater. Um, 
that's who I'm talking about, Chris Evans. I hope I didn't say the wrong one. There's so many Chris's. So I would love that if they were dating. Um, but I mean, they've got to confirm that themselves or paparazzi pics or something. Because right now that's just a rumor. Nobody actually knows. But I would love it if they were. Um, also, the Grammy nominations came out and Olivia Rodrigo freaking killed it for the Grammy noms this year. Oh my gosh, like best new artist and best album. She's competing against Taylor Swift for that. And then she also is on like best song. She got so many noms and I'm just like, you freaking go girl, because I think that we kind of could forget that she's literally a teenager and she was 17 when that album came out and it was one of the biggest albums of this year. I have overplayed that album and I'm just like, good for you. <laughs> she has a song called Good For You, but good for her because she is killing it and I hope she wins a lot of stuff. Um, uh, in the, the category that she is up against Taylor, I hope that Taylor wins. But all the other ones, I hope that Olivia Rodrigo wins, especially Best New Artist. Because to have a debut album like Sour do as well as hers did, like it was at number one forever. Like she killed it. She is amazing. I love her. Um, oh, okay. Let's talk about the bachelor and i know that this podcast is really scattered but you know it's i just wrote down all of my pop culture things that i've noticed right now and i want to talk about them all because why not it's my podcast and i like pop culture so we're gonna go for that so i love the bachelor um actually right now i'm kind of taking a break from it because they just had so many seasons in a row and it kind of was overwhelming to me like I want to watch Michelle's season so bad, but I'm taking a little break and I'm going to binge it all um, probably over Christmas um, just because there's so many seasons back to back with no break. But going back to Katie's season, did you guys see that she officially is dating John? And I don't remember when she sent him home. Like it was like very early on, like maybe the first or second week, like really early I don't think he went home the first night but it is so crazy because she did that 12 days of messy with Taylor Swift's red because somebody asked her to post different songs from red and name a guy from her season and you know she called it 12 days of messy and it was pretty messy um and she ended it with begin again and had all of these like cute little videos with her and John and I didn't see this coming because they were such good friends, but I think that works because like friendships can make the most beautiful relationships. But was anyone else shook? Because I was like, oh my gosh, you're dating John and you just announced, which I have no problem with that, but she like just announced her breakup with Blake like a month ago. So yeah, it's just so crazy because they were like really good friends the whole time she was engaged to Blake. So I'm interested about that, but I like that they're together. Um, I don't really know very much about either of them, so I don't have tons of opinions. I was just like mind blown when I saw that she posted that. I was like, 
oh my gosh, you go girl, get it out there. Your 12 days of messy got people talking. Yeah, she she did what she wanted to do. She got people talking about her and hey, that's how you continue to grow your platform in whatever way you want to do it. Um, and I just want to mention, I have an unpopular bachelor opinion. I think it's unpopular anyways. I freaking love Thomas and Becca. And I think that Thomas got such a terrible edit. I don't usually think that people get bad edits on the show. I really think that people, I mean, there's only so much you can edit. You said what you said. And with Thomas, I just feel like it was so unfair and so blown out of proportion. Because let's be honest, if you go onto The Bachelor, you're going to think about being like, if I go on The Bachelor, it's going to cross my mind um, that I might have the possibility of being The Bachelorette. Those men are on The Bachelorette. It's going to cross their mind that they might become The Bachelor one day. And I think that he was too even pure to realize that that was, quote, quote, there for the wrong reasons. They all think that. It's not really wrong reasons. Hello, we're in 2021. Social media is a job for people. And if you don't realize that the things that could happen from going on the show, you're lying or you're not being realistic. And I think that he just really was too pure and didn't really realize that that was going to um, cause so much trouble. And I think he was being honest. I like that he was being honest whenever they were like, you have you thought about being the bachelor and he said well yeah and then they all told katie and he was like well i i've thought about it and the way she sent him out i just not my favorite i didn't think he deserved that but i am so happy for him and becca because they are my favorite paradise couple they just seem so real and genuine and they're one of my favorite couples to follow on instagram they just genuinely seem like so obsessed with each other and in love. I've listened to like all of their interviews that they've done together and I love it. I've like watched some of their interviews too. And the way that he looks at her is just, uh, don't we all want someone to look at us that way? He just, I just really believe it's genuine and that I, I hope that they're in game. They talk about being each other's in game. I love it. Um, the Dancing with the Stars finale, you guys. I'm so excited. This is the first time I've ever watched Dancing with the Stars with no clear favorite. Like, I didn't really know any of the people. I mean, I knew of them, but I didn't have, like, a person that I'm, like, actually a super fan of. Like, last year, I love Caitlin Bristow. And I rooted for her every single week. I voted on my phone. I voted on my ex's phone. I voted on my mom's phone. I like texted her and told her to vote. Um, yeah, but I didn't have that this year. So I thought it was so fun because I had no idea who was going to win. And the fact that Iman won and he is a like almost seven foot tall basketball player and basketball players don't win this show. And because they're too tall and their dance partners are like five foot nothing. And that height difference is so hard. And I love that he won. And I just think that's so cool because the dances that Daniela, Daniela, freaking most stunning human ever, 
and her the choreography that she created for them made him look so good and some of the my favorite dances that have ever been on the show like my top people like my top favorite dances to rewatch are like Bindi Irwin and um Jordan Fisher and Frankie Muniz and then Iman like they have the most iconic dances of all time and I am so happy for Daniela that she got that mirror ball and for Iman because I think he might even be like the first I mean don't quote me on that because I have only watched Dancing with the Stars since Bindi Irwin but I think he might be one of the first basketball players to win because they don't usually get that far um I loved it I love it so much congrats to them my last pop culture moment because I know I've just talked for like 15 minutes about nothing really, but I've had fun. I love pop culture. So the last one I have to talk about is the Jonas Brothers roast on Netflix. It literally dropped today. Um, I'm not sure when I'm going to release this podcast, but I'm recording it on Wednesday, the 24th. Actually, it might be Tuesday. Actually, it's Tuesday. I'm sorry. It's Tuesday, but um, it dropped today. And oh my gosh, it was so funny. One of my friends called me and she was having a bad day. And I was like, listen, I know you're not even really a fan of the Jonas Brothers, but you need to go watch that because it's, it's funny. Like Pete Davidson, we all know I love Pete Davidson. He was on it and I was like cackling at him. Um... I love Kevin is my favorite Jonas brother and I hate the oh nobody knows about Kevin joke because Kevin's the best Jonas brother he plays like every single instrument he can do flips while holding a guitar he does and can sing and he's underappreciated that's all I'm gonna say about Kevin because I love him but everyone kind of took the cheap shots at Kevin where they're like oh what's his name again blah 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 I'm just like my favorite Jonas brother is his name um the funniest people on it was Sophie Turner and Pete Davidson um they had all of the wifeys um roast them and Sophie was so funny I loved it and she's just like kind of I guess it's the actress in her but she has like a natural stage presence and she was hilarious and I Danielle Jonas lost her voice but she had stuff written out and Keenan Thompson read it. And I think that hers would have been even like hers was really funny. I think it would have been even funnier if she didn't lose her voice and she was able to say it because hers was really funny. I didn't really think Priyanka's was funny. I mean, it was okay. I think that her and Nick are a good match because they both are kind of obsessed with themselves, but like, you know, I'm a, I like myself too. So <laughs> I'm not trying to like, shit on them or anything but um yeah I didn't think her hers was the least funny of the wives and then the when the brothers roasted each other I thought Joe's was the most funny Nick's wasn't really that funny to me um I liked Kevin's too and it was good stuff it was really funny it's only an hour long and if you need a good laugh it's a really good one to laugh at um I loved it it was super funny. I would watch it again just for Pete Davidson because I'm realizing that I really have a crush on Pete Davidson. So if him and Kim Kardashian don't work out, I'm going to um, 
put this out in the universe. Maybe he'll come to me. So um, I hope you have enjoyed this mini sound of some pop culture moments. I hope I didn't talk too fast because I actually didn't plan this um, podcast out very much. I just had a lot bouncing around in my brain that I really wanted to talk about. And it really started with seeing a paparazzi picture of Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. And I was like, I need to talk about this. I need to talk about how much I love this. So I hope that everyone enjoyed this pop culture episode. Um, If you didn't, that's okay. That's fine. Um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and share my song of the week. And it is AM Radio by the Lumineers. And I'm going to play a snippet of it right now. Standing on the corner, I can listen to the radio When the Savior sang from the fire escape on the second All right, and that was just a few seconds of AM radio by the Lumineers. Um, I actually didn't know that they were putting out a new album, and then somebody posted in a Facebook group that I'm a part of that they were like, can we please talk about the Lumineers' new album? And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to listen now because I haven't heard anything from them in a while. So I that's my favorite song that they've released. They still have some from that album that um, are not out yet. I'm not sure when that album is coming out. There's only three songs out right now, and it's Brightside, AM Radio, and Big Shot. And of those three, AM Radio is my favorite. So go ahead and check that out. I'm going to add that to my Spotify playlist for Songs of the Week. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this, and I will catch you on the next one.